0: There was a boy who had a band of brothers. There was a boy who had a band of brothers. brothers. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. And if you asked him who it was he lived for, and if you asked him who it was he lived for, he'd tell you of Camp Cosby so far, far away. Yeah. he tell you of Camp Cosby so far, far away. For Have so far, far away Good evening Cobasse families and welcome to the Cobasse Evening Fireside podcast. The warriors and most of the braves are in their beds. The sun is going down over the bunks and it's time for you to find out what happened today. Each morning before the boys sleepily shuffle off to morning flags, blue sheets are put on each wooden breakfast table. They are the color of a main summer sky, and each boy and each counselor pours over those blue sheets to see what will happen today. This is your Blue Sheet Report about what did happen today. And just in case you were wondering, today's weather was just perfect. It was so nice today. It was breezy, it was about 81 degrees, a few clouds scuttering by in the morning breeze, but otherwise pretty much just perfect. And that was awesome, because we had so much going on out in the world. Lots of trips out today. Today was the 30th of July, 2018. I don't know if it blows anybody else's hair back that it's almost the end of July, but it certainly does mine. Today was the trip day. OD shift was Comet's. Cobble Lounge cleanup was nobody. And meals and flags today were brought to you by Brian and only Brian because only Braves were in camp. There were no birthdays today. Today's events were numerous and epic. Braves went to the fire tower hike. Warriors were finishing their Coos Canyon trip. Today was the big day. And then council was whitewater rafting all day long. And just because they didn't want to be left out, Sachem was at Funtown, Splashtown. When they got back off those buses today, everybody played Watermelon League. Happy, but tired. But happy, but tired. Half the staff was off today. It was a blue day off. And then Kennebago and Katahdin right now are at Spirit Island. Tyler Dale and the CITs are still in Costa Rica, but they'll be back soon. And... A whole bunch of staff were out for various trips. Most of our leadership, everyone was out in the world, bringing the Cobbesee thing on the road. Laundry day, Kineo, Tumbledown, and in Sachem, and tomorrow, Cherokee, Blackfoot, and Mohican. Like I said, Watermelon League was the evening activities this evening. And then tomorrow is an A day, regular day, 13 and under soccer at Caribou, 15 and under handball at Cobbesee at 3.30, and 9 and under baseball at Cobbesee at 4.30. Practices tomorrow include 10 and under baseball, 15 and under baseball and 13 and under lacrosse. Also, we have the Acadia climbing trip leaving tomorrow at 9 a.m. For those of you who don't know what that is, it is one of our best trips, although they're all amazing. And that's where a bunch of guys who are excited about climbing go all the way to Acadia National Park, arguably one of the most gorgeous American parks. And they climb on these rocks called Otter Rocks right above the Atlantic Ocean. Doesn't get much more epic. And finally, tomorrow evening is bunk night, and two days out, we have a B-Day. Sachem leaves for the Sachem trip, mid-season campfire, and then two-weekers take off. They have had their two weeks. It's time to go home and get ready for three and a half weeks next year. 10-and-under baseball at Camp Moden, and also 15-and-under baseball, also at Camp Moden. 13-and-under lacrosse will be here at Covisee at 4.30. Today's schedule was pretty awesome, and I'm just going to describe it for everybody, even though lots of the constituency here um, had people on trips, but here's how it went. Today was a late sleep-in, Then we had flags and breakfast, clean up, and then Braves loaded the bus and headed up to the Fire Tower hike, and Sachem left for Funtown Splashdown. The Fire Tower hike is literally a very beautiful hike through some really lush forest near camp and up onto this hillside where there is literally a fire tower, and it's this big metal girder construction building that goes up, I don't know, 45, 50 feet, and you get to look out over all of the surrounding hillsides and lakes. You can see Lake kaposi from up there. You can see Lake Annabessakuk and all the other lakes that are nearby, and it was a clear, clear day, and everyone agrees it was just gorgeous up there. Everybody got to go up there and take a look, and then they came down and had lunch on the rocks just below there. Very beautiful, warm rocks so where you can sit and talk and eat. After the fire tower hike, the boys came back down the hill, got in the bus, came back to camp, and immediately we're playing a game called Civil War Water Balloons. And just in case you're wondering how that works, I don't know if you knew this about the Civil War, but it was considered an act of cowardice to walk backwards. And so everybody lined up facing each other took one volley of water balloons, and then stepped forward six or seven yards, another volley, stepped forward another six or seven yards, another volley, and then um, soon the water balloons started bursting on people. And if it burst on you, you lost that limb. So you're hopping around, or you could, you could only throw left-handed. And it was totally hilarious to watch these guys giggling and throwing water balloons at point-blank range with their left hands. It was great. And before dinner, all the buses arrived back from their trips. And I'm going to get to that in a little bit here. Then we had evening activity, which was Watermelon League for everybody. And then Kennebago and Katahdin went over to Spirit Island. And the reason why they didn't go in the early afternoon was because they'd already done that part during Carnival, but then the weather stopped us, so this is their makeup day. And then, of course, shower hour and now bedtime. And that is what it was like for Braves. But for warriors today, I'd like to talk a little bit about the Coos Canyon trip. Coos Canyon is about an hour and 15 minutes north of here. It is a very beautiful canyon cut into the granite by the Swift River, and it's a bit of a misnomer there because the Swift River isn't swift. It's nice and slow, curls around these cliffs with some really nice deep pools below, and the long years of the river carving its way through this canyon have created these really cool ledges, but also those deep pools. It's just a really cool stretch of river. You've got these ledges and pools, and then below that you have a big flat, slab of granite and on that granite are a couple flumes that have been carved into the river by the water and the boys can sit in those flumes and the water pressure will build up behind them and shoot them out and they get washed down the river but just all like you know 10 feet or 12 feet and they're screaming and holding on to each other and laughing and trying to not quote unquote get swept down the river even though right below that is a totally calm pool and they can look for crawfish which are everywhere in this part of the river and it's just a totally wonderful scene. The sun was out. It was blue skies. The boys were daring each other to try the different ledges. The lifeguards were spread out all over the place. And what would happen is the boys would get up there and they would jump. And then uh, the others, then they would get out and quickly encourage each other to jump. And some boys got to the top of these ledges and and froze. They were nervous. They were scared. And then they would get talked, you know, cajoled and encouraged and supported. And they would jump. It would be a huge deal it was like uh, the same thing as a climbing wall except in reverse in that you're jumping off into this very safety pool but it you know your brain doesn't let you know that it's safe it's saying don't do this this is crazy and so it's a cool mental precipice to go along with the actual precipice they came back so happy and grinning and sleepy because they napped on the way back. Nothing will knock someone out like tons of physical activity in the beautiful out doors. after sleeping under the beautiful trees in your tent, under the stars. And then you get into a nice warm bus and come on back and boys' bed head and half-opened eyes and big smiles. It was great to see them coming back. A few minutes later, the whitewater rafting bus came back too. And it was basically the same exact parade of happy and tired boys, except these guys, of course, are council. And we go up to the Kennebec River, and we go with a wonderful company called Magic Falls, and they stay in Adirondacks the night before have a campfire. And then they wake up the next morning and go down to the river, and they get to go down the mighty Kennebec. And this trip has equal parts, just Outstanding whitewater action, but also long stretches of chilling on these big, comfortable rubber boats, chucking each other off these boats into the water, splashing around, and then getting back in the boat and getting ready for the next roller coaster ride. And again, they came off that bus with tousled hair and big grins and lots of stories about the trip. I think this is just a wonderful tradition. I like to meet the boys when they come back from these trips because they both, both age groups, do something that they don't normally get to do in real life back wherever they are. Whether it's Florida or Washington or Washington, D.C., New York, Boston, Fort Lauderdale, wherever they're from, Caracas, doesn't matter. This is a singular experience and they remember it forever. It's them and their buddies in tents or Adirondacks next to some gorgeous river in a part of Maine. And they just love it. And they come back and you can see that they feel different. They feel a little bit more content, maybe relaxed even more than being at camp and so that is your extended blue Sheet report for today the 30th of july 2018 with lots of extra descriptions we'll only have a short what i saw today a magnificent and busy thing to run Cobbesee and each day I make it out of the office and into the breeze and sunlight of Cobbesee itself and spend time with your boys. Sometimes it's a game of knockout, sometimes it's watching an intercamp, and sometimes it's marvelous one-on-one time with a single boy. Those times are often my favorite times. This is what I saw today. The buses have arrived, everyone's back in camp, there is the tired shuffling around and the smiling and the storytelling and every sort of milling around the flagpole and the braves are there first because they need to eat first because they got to do watermelon league because they got to go out to the spirit island and there's a bunch of things that have to happen in a row so they get to eat first and this is the moment of the summer It happens every session right around now where you can feel the social fabric of the bunks really set up because they've just done their big adventures together they've also all left camp together done their big adventures and then come back and that means that they are a unit this is when it feels really home this is when the second home feels that way that you feel maybe that you've been here long enough that this would count as home and the people in your bunks you've got real connections with those guys you were just in a river with them or and watching them get bounced out of a raft perhaps and then pulled quickly back in or almost fall out, and you grabbed them and pulled them back in and and told excited stories about all that. And it's just a really, it's why we send people out on trips, it's to get them to bond even closer together. And soon they're about to go through the big color war, which will bond them together even more. But what you saw today was a fond familiarity at Flags. They were laughing with each other and easy with each other and joking with each other, the kind of camaraderie that you just cannot you can't fake it, and you can't get it, unless you spend enough time together doing awesome stuff. Maybe even doing hard stuff, but doing it together. You could see this today. We dismissed the Braves first, and then the Warriors were doing some trivia, and they were laughing and joking with each other, and there is a fondness about it, an easygoingness about it. I don't, I'm not doing a very good job of describing this, but there is a moment when you see young people come together as a group. They act differently to each other. There are no vectors of rivalry. Sort of separating them. And that's what happened today. Even small vectors were gone. Maybe as over-intellectual as that sounds, that's how I'm going to leave you guys tonight. That was our little informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Cobb for boys. Your boys will go to sleep hard tonight with steady counselors watching over them, nodding off, surrounded by their friends, loons sounding on the lake. All is well in this place set apart. Thoughts once more. Then, Kabasi, dear Seek, good wishes from us be yours always, and faithful, true will be to you until we meet.